the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Brock Hale steps in, lines the first one foul down the third baseline. They hit that ball hard. The success that we've had with the two hits have been off first pitches, right? Just going up there and saying, okay, boom. He's gonna. He's, he's trying to throw a strike yeah, on he, every pitch. He's been he, getting he ahead. Been. Yeah, he's been getting ahead of every hitter. Got three, three guys on the left side of the infield for Hale. And a big shift. And that pitch is up high for a ball. Brock singled his first time up. Average 336 coming into the ball game. Eight home runs to lead the Cougars. As Paiva with the 1-1 pitch. Ball hit foul again down the third baseline. Never seen the field in quite as good a shape. You had mentioned one of the Dodger assistant groundkeepers they've hired here to work on this Lions field and all the rain they got in this winter, I'm sure, didn't hurt. It looks in fantastic shape. Yeah, the surface is just perfect. The grass on the infield is just unbelievable. It's a great field right now. One ball, two strikes. Here's Piva's pitch. That's outside for ball two. Hale, Clough, and Deming do up in the fourth inning here for BYU. Both teams with two hits. Pitches outside for ball three. LMU has really uh, put some pressure on Jordan Wood the last couple innings. They had bases loaded in the second. Had a runner at third on the th- in the third inning. Cougars had a base runner at second base in scoring position in the third and couldn't push him across. So here is the 3-2 pitch from Paiva. And there's a ball hit. Second baseman can't quite handle it. Hit right over the bag at second. Brock Hale hit the ball hard. Yeah, that ball was absolutely munched. And if they give that an air, I'm just going to lose it because that's a hard play to make. Well, they still haven't shown hit or air yet. Of course, it takes a while here with that. Yeah, uh, it does. It does, yeah. With that scoreboard that has to be manipulated, not electronic. As Jackson Clough now steps in with a runner at first base, and Clough takes that one down, low ball one. Well, and they got a big shift on Jackson as well. You have the shortstop playing just almost over the bag up the middle, so the six holes wide open. And they did give him a hit on that. Third hit for the Cougars. And throw to first and hail back in easily. Good ball game here as we've seen throughout the year. Cougars uh, played very well in these close games and they pitched it so well the entire year. Seeing the same kind of thing here tonight against Piva, one of the top uh, hurdlers in the conference. Pitch is a little looper. I get down. Center fielder. Oh, shortstop's going to go out and make the catch for the out. Off the end of the bat of uh, Clough, one man out. Yeah, when that left the bat, I thought it had a chance. Yeah, so did I. 
just not taking great swings when we get in, we're not getting into a ton of plus counts, but when we do, we're not taking a ton of aggressive swings there. Got fooled on a changeup when you're ahead in the count there. Austin Deming steps in. He popped up to the second baseman. Lambeau, his first time at the plate. Still at shortstop, third baseman, left fielder, still continuing to battle that sun. Over on the left side, first pitch to Deming is a curveball. It's outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes, one man out, no score. Top of the fourth inning here from Los Angeles, Page Stadium at LMU. Hell going on the pitch. That ball hit very well, but right at the center fielder on the hit and run. Deming hit it hard, but right at Hirsch out there in center. Boy, 10 feet either way right there, and that's extra bases. Yeah, hit real hard with Brock on the run as well. Just happened to be right at him. Two men out now and a runner at first, and that will bring uh, Mitch McIntyre to the plate. McIntyre batting from the left side. Steps in and a quick throw to first base to keep Hale close. Well, McIntyre is now second on the team with home runs with five. He's really been playing really well of late. See if he can get a fastball here and hammer one in the gap and see if Brock can score from first. Pitch to Mitch. That ball's into right field base hit. Right fielder picks it up. That'll be a single for McIntyre, and the Cougars will have runners at the corners. And Kringlin coming to the plate. Yeah, good swing right there for Mitch McIntyre. So two hits in the inning. Kringlin steps up. He struck out looking his first time up. Boy, this would be huge for the team and for the confidence of Kringlin if he could could find a way right here to get a two-out knock. He has been struggling in these situations all year where he only has 11 RBIs, but he's been so successful in these spots throughout his career. He's been so good at it. Early in his career, he he was Mr. RBI. Yeah, he was. Especially two-out type RBIs. Such a likable, great kid. Man, you just cheer for him. And, boy, it would be great to – have him start really swinging that bat. Yeah, if he can find a way to, to get a big hit right here, the whole team will feed off that, and it'll be a big knock for the Cougs. Two men out, two men on, no score. And Piva from the stretch. Here's the pitch to Kringlin, and that ball's popped up over near the dugout of LMU, and that ball will land just in the bullpen area. The bullpens here are behind the dugouts. Each respective dugouts, the uh, Lions are down the first base side and the Cougars down the third base side. We keep talking about that every week, and we, yeah. I guess that's the norm now. I guess it is. <laughs> I guess we're the only ones in the league that didn't get the memo. 0-1 oh, the count to Keaton Kringlin. As Piva. Good speed on the bases with Hale and McIntyre, and that pitch is a low one, almost gets away. And a little double steal right there, but Hale got back into the bag at third base as uh, McIntyre went and then stopped. 
And then Ewell made a quick throw to third base, and uh, Brockhale had to go back in hard head first. Yeah, it's a little two-out ball and dirt play that we have where if the ball's in dirt, Mitch takes off, and he's trying to force a throw from the catcher, and Brock's trying to steal on the throw. But uh, Ewell did a good job of not biting on it. And now, now you got two guys in scoring position here and a 1-1 count. Big situation right here for Keat. One ball, one strike, two outs. And Kringlin the hitter. Here's Piva's pitch, and that is over for a strike. Man, that's the pitch you want right there. Fastball running away, a huge four-hole open, just hitting that gap right there, and there's two runs. That's the, that's the same pitch he took for strike three, his first at-bat. Now here comes that breaking ball, Brent. He likes to go to it with yep. two strikes. One and two the count. Kringlin, the senior, steps in. First time Piva's really struggled or had, you know, any kind of uh, problem in the ball game. And the Cougars trying to jump on top here in the fourth inning. And here is the Piva pitch. Down low for ball two. Yeah, good take on the changeup right there. Both teams have had spots here in the first few innings here, Brent, to score runs. It's all about getting the big clutch hit. Two balls, two strikes. Piva, a long look in. has got the sign from Yule. And the pitch. And Kringlin pops it up in the infield. Shortstop taking control. He is there. Sogard and under it, and he makes the catch for the uh, Cougars with a big opportunity there. Not able to come through. For the Cougars, no runs, two hits, no errors, two big runners left. We are through three and a half. No score. BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. The new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Bottom of the fourth we go. Cougars with a great opportunity there, but a pop-out by Kringlin ended the threat. One strike pitch now to Delgado's outside. A ball and a strike to the freshman out of Laverne, uh, California's. Hit one to deep right field his first time up. Delgado fouls that pitch off. Into the Cougar dugout. Hey, you got no protection here in these dugouts. Wide open, and they're not, they're pretty close. One ball, two strikes, a count. And here's Jordan Woods' pitch. Ball again hit very well. Jelilich in center going back, way back. Unable to make the play, just short of the track, kind of jumped. And Delgado was going to end up with a triple. Yeah, that ball should be caught. I'm not sure he should have jumped. No, he shouldn't have. I think he jumped and he kind of overran the baseball a little bit. That would be a triple. They took a bad route. And if he just keeps running, he runs underneath it and catches it. But he tries to jump and he moves his head because of it. And it pops off his palm. That ball's got to be caught in that situation. You expect him to make those plays. Delgado showing very good power. Not a very big kid. 5'10", 165, but he's hit. The two hardest balls of the night. Now, Cougars bring their infield halfway in. 
with uh, Stephen Chavez stepping in. Scoreless here in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch. That ball drilled a deep left center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. Run scores. Back-to-back extra base hits as Chavez ends up with a double, and LMU has taken a one-to-nothing lead. Well, that's what happens when you give them a little life there. Chavez comes in, batting 160. He's got two hits now on the game. He's feeling confident. And the little LMU, Lions strike first. Alex Lambeau will now step in. He had a bunch single his first time. And would not be surprised at all to see him lay another bunt down trying to move that runner to third base. I have an offensive timeout as uh, Jason Gill, the head coach, quite an extended conversation with Lambeau. Talking about what he wants him to do in this situation. So a ball hit hard that should have been played by uh, Danny Jelilich and then the and then the double on the next pitch. And LMU is on the board. On two extra base hits here in the inning. And Jordan Wood will work from the stretch. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss for strike one. Well, so much for a bunt attempt. Yeah, a lot of coaches like to give a guy one swing to see if he can do it. Jordan Wood's giving up two back-to-back hard balls in play, so maybe he said, I'll give you a swing. And then here comes the bunt. Deming at third base. Just inside the bag. And here is Jordan Wood's 0-1 pitch. Squares the bunt. Bunts the ball down the third baseline. Deming up with it. Throws the first for the out. Kept his foot on the bag. Very close play as the throw just about pulled Kringlin off the bag. Did a good job to keep his foot on the bag. One man out. Now a runner at third base. Well, got the execution again, two innings in a row, getting bunts that down. Again, Lambeau put that bunt down almost identically to his first bunt single. The only difference is the Cougars were looking for it this time and then barely threw him out. That'll bring uh, Dylan Hurst, center fielder, up. He's walked his first time. Cougars again bring their infield in about halfway, maybe a little more than halfway. And uh, with one out, uh, anything can happen here. Bunt. Squeeze or uh, and uh, Mike Littlewood going to go out and talk with his infield about uh, maybe what to expect here. Littlewood has uh, drawn the entire infield in all around uh, Jordan Wood. Tomorrow's game, same time, 7 o'clock Utah time. Uh, all the games will be here on uh, your BYU radio network as well as ESPN 960. Coach Littlewood now will return to the dugout. And the Cougars with the drawn in infield and the number eight hitter in the lineup, Dylan Hirsch, who walked his first time up, will step in. Cougars scored two runs on Monday night. 
up at Cal and lost 3-2. There's a pitch out. Cooper's expecting a a bunt. I thought they might squeeze right there. So a ball and no strikes to Hurst. He'll be followed by Cooper Ewell. Quick throw to third base and uh, the runner back in. When the Cougars bring their infield in, Jackson Clough stays about uh, two, three steps back from what you would normally think just because of how strong his arm is. Exactly. Everybody else is in just either on the grass or just off the grass of the infield. And here is the one ball pitch. Swing and a miss. One and one. Big swing at a curveball. This is game eight of an 11-game road trip for the Cougars. They have lost uh, two games on this road trip, six and two so far. Pitch is outside for a ball. Actually, five and two. Two wins up at uh, Washington and swept Pacific last weekend and lost at Cal on Monday. This week just seems like a blur between uh, traveling to and from California. Here's Jordan Woods' 2-1 pitch. Checked his swing on a pitch, and the appeal says he did not go, and the count now 3-1 on Hirsch, who walked his first time. This team qualified for the conference tournament last year before getting knocked out. LMU scored one run in the inning. And the 3-1 pitch. That ball's hit into right field. Base hit. Pass the drawn in Brian Sue, and LMU scored two in the inning. That's a good piece of hitting because that ball was in the other batter's box. Fastball away that he just went and got it and slapped it in the hole there for an RBI. Big at-bat there by Hirsch. This team has Gonzaga here at home in the final series. So their final two series both at home. As Jordan Wood fires one over to first, runner back in safely. Yeah, and they play different at home. They really do. Hirsch is 10 for 11 on stolen bases, so Jordan's trying to keep him close. LMU now with five hits in the ballgame. Hirsch, 10 steals in 11 attempts this year. Again, a throw to first, and again, close play. As the tag put on a little bit high, or I think a a little better throw they might have had him. 
One man out, two men in here for LMU as they've taken a two-to-nothing lead. And the pitch is fouled off by Cooper Ewell. 0-1 the count. Cougars a great opportunity in the last inning to score. Couldn't come up with a big two-out hit. And then LMU, you just kind of feel that momentum shift as they came in. Yeah, they used that and came out hot. Back-to-back triple and then a double and getting the job done. Here's the 0-1 ball fouled off again by Ewell. It's got to find a way, if you would, here to minimize this inning and get your team back in. No balls, two strikes to Ewell. He grounded out to Austin Deming, the Cougar third baseman, his first time up. And the 0-2 pitch over for a call, strike three. Ewell goes down. Yeah, good spot right there. Out number two, and uh, Nick Sogard, who has struck out and walked in the ballgame, steps in. Tomorrow, Josh Agnew will get the start for LMU against uh, Easton Walker in what should be another very good matchup. Got him. Go to first. They got him again. They picked off two runners here in this uh, ball game as Dylan Hirsch has picked off. Two runs, three hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We're through four, LMU two. BYU Nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Noah Hill steps in first pitch, lines another single to right field, so Noah two for two in the ballgame. Boy, good to see him back in the lineup and swinging the bat. Danny Jelich now steps in. We'll see if we can execute this time around. Oh, we've kind of seen this before. So Jelly steps in with nobody out. And the first pitch right down the heart of the plate for a strike. Just never understand hitters sometimes. You swing at a slider, it's out of the zone your last time up, and then you take a fastball down the middle. It's like, that's the one you want. Swing at the good ones. Jelilich steps back in. Hill at first base. Nobody out. And Danny pops it up. Foul out of play. 0-2 now on Jelilich. Well, no doubt the play Jelilich uh, did not make. Tough play. I mean, uh, you know, in an opponent's ballpark going back all the way to the deepest part. But... I think the mistake he made was jumping. It I think was, he actually yeah. overran the ball a little bit. But you're right. It is a tough play, but he's so good that we kind of take that for granted that we expect that play just to be made. Piva with an 0-2 count. Here's the pitch, and Jelilich fouls it off. Stays alive, 0-2. We'll find a way right here. Put a ball in play. Get things rolling right here. Need a couple of big knocks. 
0-2, Jelic uh, steps back in. And Paiva, here's the pitch, and Jelic fouls another one off. This one right off the face mask of uh, Cooper Ewell. Man, you Paiva up to 60 pitches, Tuck. Yeah, okay. In uh, here at the top of the fifth. So his pitch count's in a real good spot for him. I love watching Cooper Yule catch. He's so good back there. Jelic uh, had the best average on the team last week as he really started swinging the bat. And that pitch is up high for a ball. Danny, nine at-bats, had four hits, six total bases, had an RBI, hit 444 for the week in the uh, sweep of Pacific. One ball, two strikes. Paiva throws the first, and uh, Noah Hill back in safely. Well, Jelly was a game-changer last week when he got in the game. Came in and got big hits. Started big rallies. Yeah. The, the bunt single that got uh, led to a three-run inning. Five is set, and here is the one-two, and Jelic fouls another one off straight back. We are in the top of the fifth, two-nothing, LMU leading the Cougars. We are at Page Stadium, home of the Lions, the LMU Lions. Sun setting here in the Los Angeles area on just a a perfect evening for baseball. Very little wind blowing. Center fielder, right fielder playing very shallow for Jelilich. One, two, swing and a miss on a curveball, and Danny goes down for the second time in the ballgame, one man out. We've seen that uh, pitch throughout the game. Uh, Paiva throws it. So when it ends up, it's off the plate a little bit. Yeah, he wants you to swing. It's definitely a ball away, but it starts on the corner, and it's just so tempting as a hitter, and it swipes away in the other batter's box and swing through. You've seen Jellis do that twice now with that same pitch. Top of the order, Brian Sue steps in. Brian 0 for 2. First pitch to Sue is fouled off for strike one. Brian... Flew out to right field in the first, grounded out to the third baseman, Shearer, in the third inning. Well, the sun's not a factor anymore. It's completely down now. All the fielders no longer have it in their eyes. Brian Sue, a 333 hitter coming into the ballgame with uh, 16 RBIs. Steps back in, and there is a fastball. It's just a little bit low, one and one. Mike Littlewood in his seventh year as head coach for the Cougars, 105 wins, 72 losses down in the third base coaching box. Uh, Trent Pratt over on the first base side. Brent Herring, um, Michael Bradshaw, Tuckett Slade ran out the coaching staff. Pitch to Sue as a curveball. Caught the corner for call strike two. 
I thought that was a little bit outside. It's tough because if you call that slider right there, then that, that sweep and swing and miss when he throws with two strikes, it's really hard to take. One-two pitch to Sue, and that's up high, ball two. As I mentioned, Easton Walker, the sophomore, pitching tomorrow. Six wins, no losses, an ERA of .93. Gave up one run last week. It'll be Easton's seventh start of the year. So two and two the count to Brian Sue. Fastball fouled off the right side. Well, the Cougs have made Paiva work a little bit this inning. You know, besides Noah's first pitch single, Jelly went, Jelly went to six or seven pitches, and now you're at Sue here with five or six pitches into this at bat. Yeah, he's up to 69 pitches. Yeah. As the way it's going, the Cougars would love to get into that bullpen somehow. Piva, here's the pitch to Sue, and that's up high for ball three. So the Cougars with the runner first base, one man out, full count to Sue. Brian Call in the on-deck circle. Looks like they're going to bring Call back, and looks like Abe Valdez is going to come out and pinch hit for Call. And here is the 3-2 to Sue. And that's a high ball four, so the Cougars have got a couple of base runners. Good at bat right there by Brian. Yeah, that's a huge at bat due to the fact that uh, that's only his 15th walk in about 75 innings pitched this year. So you don't see that very often from him. Great at bat, Sue. Abe Valdez into the ball game. He's the backup catcher. Well, this is where he's been really good this year, right? Oh, no doubt about he it. He comes in as a pinch hitter. He's an RBI machine. Valdez, 12 hits, 12 RBIs on the year. He's hitting 279. 16 total bases. Four doubles out of those 12 hits. On a fastball right here and hit it down the left field line. Score run. Paiva. Looks back at second. Here's the first pitch to Valdez, and that is a fastball over for a strike. Yeah, he uh, went with the first pitch changeup. 326 down the left field line here at Page Stadium. 321 down the right field side. 365 in the alleys and uh, 406 to straightaway center field. Cougars again threatening here. As Valdez, a big swing and a miss, 0-2. Yep, back-to-back change-ups he went to there with Valdez. Good pitches right there. On deck for the Cougars is uh, Brock Hale. No balls, two strikes, Paiva. And the pitch, and that's down low for ball one. So 
So a ball and two strikes. Cougars with a hit and a walk here in the inning. They had runners in second and third and the fourth couldn't push anybody across. And they need somebody to step up and get a base hit right here. Here's the one two to Valdez. That's over for call strike three, another change. Abe thought it was up in the zone. Two men out, and Brock Hale steps to the plate. Yeah, tough pitch to take right there. That was probably the best pitch that uh, he got. It's a, when you have a changeup that's left high, that's a ball you can hammer. Well, now your star's up. He hasn't had a chance. He got two hits on the day. Hasn't had a chance to hit with anybody on base, and now he's got a big situation here. Huge four-hole because they're still shifting him. Got a chance to uh, drive into Coog's first run right here. Brock Hale two for two, a pair of singles. As he steps to the plate, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Fastball. Boy, Paeva's getting guys in running to score position, and he, like, locks in and locates perfectly. 0-1-1 the count. Second baseman over on the left side of second base. And absolutely nobody between first and second except the first baseman. And here's the pitch to Brock, and that ball is fouled off. 0-2 now to Hale. Well, Brock's got to two strikes in both of his previous at-bats and got hits out of them. Just have to find a way to get that changeup Slap it there in that four hole. It's huge. You can hit a seven hopper through there for an RBI. Find a way to score a run. It would, it would take off all that pressure that the offense is feeling right now. No balls, two strikes. Brock Hale. Is set, and here's the pitch, and that's high for a ball. And Piva, as you'd mentioned, just outstanding control, giving up the uh, walk to Sue, but just seems like he's able to pinpoint any pitch in any given count up to this point. Yeah, he's worked really well today. He's got his good stuff going. There's a reason why he has like a 1-7 ERA. He's now up to 80 pitches in the ball game as the Cougars have really pushed him in the fifth. And Hale had a pitch he could hit, just fouled it straight back. Fastball that uh, Brock just missed. Yeah, took a good hack at that. I like seeing that. A little miscommunication right there. You notice that, Brent? The, the second baseman tried to go back pick Noah at second. And uh, he then instead of throwing, he threw home, which would have created a big hole there. Here we go. Find a way, Brock Hale. One ball, two strikes to Hale. Piva looking in. He's set at the belt. And here's the pitch. Pitch in the dirt for ball two. Brock with uh, 32 RBIs on the year, second on the team. The Cluffs 45 leads the uh, Cougars with eight home runs this year. And now after the two hits tonight, hitting over 340. 
Two balls and two strikes to Hale. As Paiva taking his time on the mound. Now he's ready. And a 2-2 pitch. Brock fouls it off. Yep. Brock's seeing him well. He's been able to foul off some really good pitches. It's a great matchup right here. You got Noah Hill at uh, second base and uh, Brian Sue with really good speed at first base. And Piva with a 2-2 count to Brock Hale. As Hale steps back in, here is the 2-2. Hale pops it up again, foul. Off the first base side. How many pitches now is this at bat? <laughs> I think he's fouled three pitches off since the count was a 2-2, so that'd be seven pitches. So he's up to 82 pitches now. Nobody better. Mr. Clutch, Brock Hill, find a way right here. Big spot in the game, Brent. Hill really battling, as is Piva. Now Piva steps off, wants to. He's like, man, I've thrown everything at him. He's found it off. Let's go through the signals again. Both teams with five hits. And here is Piva's pitch. Hale hits one right back to Piva on one hop. He's got it. We'll throw the ball to first for the out. And the Cougars are retired here in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. Two runners left on again for BYU. We're through four and a half, two nothing LMU over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Top of the order for LMU, Nick Sogard will step in. Cougars left multiple runners on the last couple innings, just been unable to get the big base hit. As Sogard steps in. First pitch over for a strike. Here's the 0-1 to Sogard, and that's a little bit high. Sogard struck out in the first, walked in the third. Stranded at third base as he uh, struck out Esquera. There's a ball hit just foul down the third baseline, and the count one and two. Two nothing as we play the bottom of the fifth. Both teams with five hits. LMU struck with a couple of extra base hits in the fourth, back to back to lead off the inning. And a sack bunt and another single, and that's right where we are, two zero. Pitch is fouled off. And the count remains at one and two. Jordan Wood now with uh, 75 pitches. So both pitchers just about the same pitch count. One, two. There's a ground ball head out to Kringlin. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to Wood at first. And oh, that's a Wood bad was, call. Uh, Ask for help because he's on the bag. Yeah, he Ask said, for help. 
Said he did not have his foot on the bag. You could see he struggled catching the ball. And the first bus umpire made the quick call on the the safe call. And that really is huge with Sogard, the guy that runs so well at first base with nobody out. I think you've got to go air there, and you've got to go air on uh, wood, I would believe. But we'll wait and see. Oyama steps in. Had a sack bunt his last time up, and I would expect the same thing right here. Unless they let uh, Sogard run. First pitch is outside, ball one. They have to communicate the hit or error out to the guy in the scoreboard. Then he has to go and get the the right uh, box. It's frustrating when you don't make routine plays, Brent. Those are just have to be outs. You get him to roll over to first base, and we don't cover in time. We can't find the bag, and turns into a runner on first with no outs. Who's their best runner? That's how big innings happen. So Sogard at first, and the pitch to Oyama is high and tight. Two balls, no strikes. Can't tell if anybody is throwing in the bullpen yet for the Cougars. Here's the two-ball pitch, and that's outside for ball three. I tell you what, he doesn't like throwing to him. Besides the sack bunt, that's seven straight balls he's thrown to him. Yeah, he walked him in the first and the sack bunt in the third, and now 3-0, and oh, and they are going to go base hit on that uh, little ground ball. No error. So Sogard a hit. And a 3-1 count to Kenny Oyama. Throw to first and uh, back in safely is the base runner. Oyama, long look in at uh, his uh, head coach, Jason Gill. And the 3-1, that ball is up a little bit high, ball four. So a single and a walk. And LMU with runners at first and second base, nobody out. And that will bring uh, Brandon Shearer to the plate. you got to think they'll be bunting here. Shearer, left-handed hitter. He's flown out in the first, grounded out in the third. So Shear will step in against Jordan Wood, and the Cougars certainly expecting the bunt here. Someone is playing catch. I can't tell who it is, but I did see a ball go back and forth in the, the bullpen. Left-handed hitter steps in, Jordan Wood. Jordan Wood. 
on the hill, and the first pitch to Shearer is high and tight for ball one. Here is the one ball pitch. A swing and a miss, one and one. So a ball and a strike with nobody out. Runners at first and second base. And Brandon Shear, the senior out of Agora Hills, California, stepping back in. And the pitch. Ground ball hit right to Sue. He goes to second for one. So they get the runner at second base. So there will be runners at the corners now for Loyola. Good play by Bryant. Yeah, to get that lead runner now, that gives you a chance here to still get a double play and get out of this inning. 4-6 on the putout. Trevin Escara will step in. He is the big hitter on this team, but he struck out twice. 52 strikeouts on the year for Escara. And now he steps in with runners at the corners, one man out. Need a big double play ball right here, Brent. Cougars back in the infield. And a pitch is a swing and a miss. Boy, a scare way behind that pitch. Yeah, he changed his approach there. He kind of was like just trying to slap the yeah, ball in play. Something weird, but yeah. he was way behind it. Yeah. I don't even think it was a fastball. I think he's just trying to put a ball in play to score a run. He was taking big hats, at, big hacks his first two at-bats. Big spot right here, Woody. Come on, buddy. Owen won the count, one man out. Cougars trying to hold LMU right where they are, up 2-0 as we play the bottom of the fifth inning. Still a lot of baseball to play here. And here is the 0-1, popped up. Noah Hill behind the plate, throws the mask away. He is under it, and he makes the catch for the out. Runner's going to try to advance, and they're going to get him in a rundown. And now the runner's going to try to score from third base, and Brian Sue plays it perfectly. He runs him down, gets him in a rundown, throws to Hill. Hill now running him back toward third base. Here's a throw, and he's tagged out. Great play, great defense by the Cougars as LMU kind of runs their way out of this inning. That was fantastic defensive job right there. Great job. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through five complete, 2-0. Cougars are losing to LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Jackson Clough steps in. He lines one. Center fielder almost got over his head. He makes the play for the out. Yeah, he finally puts a good swing on it and hammers it to center. And maybe earlier in the day without the marine layer, that might get over his head. But center fielder has a jump in the air and makes a good out. Yeah, you can definitely feel the air getting a lot heavier here in the ballpark as the sun's gone down and that. Cloud uh, blank coming in. 
That will bring uh, Austin Deming to the plate. With one man out, and Deming fouls one off the right side. Austin has popped up to the second baseman and also flown out to center fielder in the ball game. One one the count to the Cougar freshman. Here's Piva's pitch. Fastball over for a call strike. Piva now 85 pitches in this outing. And here is the pitch to Deming. That's up high for a ball. Well, he's as good as advertised. I mean, he's got a three-pitch mix, can really command it. Well, he talked about hard to believe, 1.89 earned run average and five wins, four losses. Must not have had any run support at all. Here's the pitch to Deming, over for call, strike three. That was a really good fastball right there, a pitch you could hit. You could tell he got fooled, probably guessing off speed right there. Two men out. And McIntyre steps in. This is Piva's 27th start of his career, 12th this year. His overall record here at LMU, 18 wins, 10 losses. Swing and a miss by McIntyre. The 2.75 earned run average. He's only given up 73 earned runs and 239 innings pitched. Here's the 0-1 to Mitch. That's down low for a ball. And the Cougs have had chances this game. They really have. Two or three innings in a row with the runner in scoring position, and you're just one hit away from kind of, you know, rattling him a little bit. But he just gets stronger in those situations and makes really, really big pitches. One ball, one strike, two man out to McIntyre. And Piva's pitch, that ball slapped to center field. Center fielder going back, looking up. It's over his head. McIntyre around first base. He's around second base, and Mitch is going for third, and he'll easily make it into third base with a triple. Yeah, another great swing by Mitch. He's been hitting well. Fantastic, and now you have a chance right here. Keaton up again in this spot with a chance to cut this lead in half. This will be a huge two-out hit right here for Kringlin. Kringlin steps in. Last time he was up, he had runners at second and third, two men down. Now he's got a runner at third with two men out. Hit the ball right back up the middle right here. Shortstop pulled well over into the six hole, so there is a big, huge hole right up the gut. Right up past the pitcher, and Kringlin hammers one left field. Base hit. Cougars are on the board. Two to one the score. Keaton jumped on the first pitch that he saw, picked up his 12th RBI of the year, and the Cougars now are down by a run, 2-1. to one. Nice job, Keat. Nice job. Cut that lead in half. Piava's pitch count now is over 90 pitches. I think he's at like 92 pitches now. Great job. So 2-1 the score. 
And Jason Gill, the head coach for Loyola, out of the dugout. On the first base side. And look at that. Look what can happen when you put a couple swings together. Two outs, nobody on. You get a triple, you get a hard single, and now all of a sudden it's a two-to-one ball game. And Noah Hill's coming up now. That's two for two on the game to try to extend this inning. Happy for Keaton right there to get that RBI. I, I love he was sitting on one pitch. He knew what he wanted. He was waiting for that first pitch slider. He got it, and he didn't miss it. Well, now the umpire out to talk to Gill, or to, uh, to Gill and to Paiva, the head coach and the pitcher. I don't think that was Gill. I think that was the pitching coach, actually. I thought it was Gill originally, but you're right, it wasn't. Yeah. So Bobby Andrews. And Noah Hill steps in. Both his hits have come to the right field side. Cougars now with uh, about hit LMU 7-6. Ooh. And a throw to first base just about got away from the first baseman. Kringlin went in head first. He's back in safely. Good game here. We expected this type of game with these two pitchers. And that's what we're seeing. And uh, LMU now has a right-hander up. Number 99 just starting to throw. And the first pitch to Noah Hill is over for a strike. C.J. Fernandez is a uh, sophomore out of Gardena, California, 6'3", 225, starting to throw. Owen won the count to Hill. And the pitch is way outside for a ball. You can tell Piva has really upset. Yeah, he is. After, you know, two, two outs, seemed to be cruising along. McIntyre hits him for the big triple and straight away center field. And then Kringlin jumps on the first pitch and singles him in. And the most surprised guy in the ballpark, I think, is Dylan Hurst for McIntyre to be able to hit a ball over yeah. his head and center in these kind of conditions. Yeah, with this thick air, he definitely got fooled on that. One and one the pitch. The hill is inside for ball two. I tell you what, it's amazing how much juice that McIntyre has in that center field and left center opposite field gap. It's a, especially for a little guy. You know, he's a wirely guy, wiry guy that has a lot of just power. It's unbelievable. Two-one pitch. That's down low, ball three. Got to be really selective here if you're Noah. Three-one. Get Jelly up with the guy in scoring position. You might even see a little hit and run here. Three and one hit and run to create some action. Boy, Piva almost walks halfway to second yeah. base behind the mound, trying to gather himself. Fernandez, the right-hander, is continuing to throw behind the dugout in the bullpen area for LMU. And he'll now set at the plate, and here's the 3-1. That's down low, ball four. So after retiring Clough on a liner to center, Deming on a strikeout, 
He's got uh, runners now at first and second base, a potential tying run at second base. And Keaton Kringlin and Danny Jellich, who struck out twice in the ballgame, stepping in. Yeah, well, he struggled twice, just like Keaton did his first two at-bats. But now you have a chance to get a big hit to score a run and tie this game up and see if he can come through right here. It'd be a big spot for the Cougs. And looks like they're going to go to a pitching change. Yeah, we are going to get a pitching change. Uh, we'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network, since they uh, put him on the scale. Jelilich steps in, two strikeouts on the day for Danny. Cougars with runners uh, Keaton Kringlin at uh, second base and Noah Hill at first base. And Jelilich looking to tie this one up with uh, potentially with a base hit. First pitch to Danny, a swing and a miss. Big curveball, swung right over the top of it, strike one. It went right to the slider right there. Tough pitch, especially when you haven't seen it. Come on, Danny, get a big hit here. Jelich, 0-1 the count. And the pitch squares the bunt, pulls the bat back on a pitch that's down low out of the zone. I love that idea. You had the third base playing back, and you've got Brian Sue on deck. It's a great idea. Now it makes uh, the third baseman have to think a little bit he's about still, his positioning. He's still back. Yeah. You know, I'd still think the same thing. If you get that ball down the third baseline, I don't think that pitcher's got enough speed to get over there and throw the throw Jelich out. Here's the 1-1. Kenny squares the bunt and takes the pitch outside. Three straight breaking pitches from Fernandez, so we can see what his out pitch is. Yeah, he wants to go to it, and, and it's the scouting report on Jelly. He struggles with the slider away, so he's going to try to throw his best pitch and see if he can get swing and misses. That's the one thing why I like the bunk call, because it's an easier pullback, right? Instead of automatically yeah. swinging when you see that, you can see that easier and pull it back for a ball. Very true. Two and one the count. Pitches down low, ball three. First fastball we've seen out of the reliever. Yeah, you've got to be really, really, really patient here if you're Jelich. 3-1 count. He's got to come. He hasn't thrown a strike yet that wasn't swung at, right? The one pitch was a ball that you swung at, but he has to force him in the zone right here. Three balls and a strike. Jelich steps in. Here's the pitch. Ball grounded out toward the shortstop. He's got it. He'll throw to first. Beat it. One in time. Jelich beats it. An infield single by Jelich. And you could see the look of terror on that shortstop's face when he looked yeah. up and saw Jelich flying down the line. Infield single by Jelich. What a great play by Danny. Good hustle. Yeah, he beat it out 100%. And now you give Brian Sue a chance to not only tie the game, but take the lead. Sue will step in. He's 0 for 2. Walked his last time up as Jason Gill, the head coach for LMU, is uh, still out having a conversation with the uh, first base umpire, Joey Stegner. But he crossed the bag. I mean, I think everyone was shocked. Yeah. In fact, 
the LMU dugout, I looked, they were all kind of starting to come out, and then they just didn't about face and came back in because they could say yeah. They could see he was safe. But then Gill, I mean, like in disbelief, he's back. And uh, for those of you who uh, got one home game left, uh, come, come and watch Danny Jellich. It's worth the price of admission just to watch this kid run. Well, here we go, Brian Sue. Big chance right here. Brian looking for his first hit of the evening, and he grounds one foul down the third baseline. Two to one the score. As the Cougars have uh, three hits in the inning, this entire rally started with two men out, nobody on base. And after that great uh, defensive play in the bottom of the fifth, the Cougars seemed like they just gathered some momentum after they turned that double play. Pitches down low for a ball. Fernandes uh, this year in uh, 19 appearances has 28 strikeouts but also 16 walks. Opponents hitting 258 off the right-hander. Huge hole up the middle with the shortstop playing in that six hole. And Sue loves hitting up the middle. Here's the pitch from Fernandes. There's a ball hit out to the shortstop. He loves it. Throws the first in time for the out. And the Cougars are retired in the inning. They did get one run on three hits. No errors. Three big runners left on base. We are through five and a half. 2-1 LMU over BYU on your new skin BYU radio network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Tommy Delgado steps in. First pitch, he gets hit in the shoulder by Jordan Wood. Boy, that looked painful. Got him right in the left shoulder. Yes, that did look painful. I think it might have got him in the shoulder, even close to the elbow there. So Delgado out at first base trying to shake it off. And the batter will be uh, Steven Chavez. Chavez singled and has doubled. Scored a run and has an RBI. Yeah, he's been their big guy today. Chavez has definitely got it done in the ball game today. We talked about only 21 starts this year for Chavez, only 81 at-bats, but Boy, you'd never know it tonight as he has swung the bat very well, the best of anybody on that team. Now Delgado, yeah, might have been closer to the elbow as he's down there rubbing his arm. And Chavez squares the bunt, pops it up. In comes Kringlin, makes the catch on the pop-up for the out. I was afraid Kringlin and Wood were going to crash into each other. Keaton called him off. Yeah, good crash there by Keaton. Coming hard. One man out, and Lambeau will step in. He had a bunt single and has also had a sacrifice bunt in the game. Two to one the score. LMU leading as we play the bottom of the six here from Los Angeles. As Jordan Wood will continue to work from the stretch and here is the first pitch swing and a miss for a strike 
Cougars are up 8-6 in hits. They have not lost a game when they've out-hit their opponent. They're 22-0, which is pretty amazing. That is really amazing. Cougars have left uh, seven guys on in the last three innings. There's a ball hit up the middle. That's going to be through for a base hit. Delgado will hold that second base. Well, and that's where that uh, sack bunt, non-execution, comes up big for the Cougs there. If he gets that bunt down, that's an RBI single right there. One man out, and Dylan Hirsch, who has walked and had an RBI single. Hit the ball to right field his last time up to knock in a run. Looks like you got, uh, I see Blake Inouye throwing in the pen, and there's someone else, but I can't see it. They're closer to the dugout. One man out, two men on. As Jordan Wood. His first pitch is gets away from Hill underneath. Noah goes back to the screen. Oh man, that just can't happen. You know the breaking ball is coming, and you let it go right between your legs. You've got to get your glove down. Boy, a big mistake right there. Cougar, the uh, Lions now with runners at second and third. Cougars are going to be forced to, to bring the infield in with... Uh, Dylan Hirsch at the plate. Well, he's been in this spot before, and he had an RBI his last time in the same situation. So Hirsch steps in, and here's the 1-0 pitch, and that is down low for ball two. Dylan Hirsch has struck out 42 times this year. Wood has just been just a ton of danger out there all day that he's been trying to work around. Two balls, no strikes to the center fielder for LMU and the pitch. Inside ball three. Jordan has limited LMU to two runs on seven base hits, but as you said, man, he's been playing with fire the entire night. He really has. Hasn't had his good command. Hit a hit a batter to start the sixth there. There's a pitch. It's over. Three and one. And trying to work out of another jam here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Hirsch with a 3-1 count, looks in, and here's the pitch. Down low, ball four. So another walk given up by Jordan Wood. And Cooper Yule. I imagine it uh, put the middle infield double play depth now with the bases loaded. Boy, you just can't afford to give up any more runs here. Yeah, you do have the double play depth now to get out of this. Yule is uh, grounded out to Deming at third and struck out looking his last time up. And now Mike Littlewood out of the dugout, and I think that might be it. 
for Jordan Wood it is. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jordan Wood went uh, five and a third innings, gave up uh, two runs on seven hits. Uh, Jordan had three strikeouts, but his problem was five walks and a hit batter. And you just can't do that in college baseball and, and win many games. Uh, amazing that he's only down 2-1 as he leaves. Yeah, no kidding. You give up six free bases, and it usually turns into multiple, multiple runs, but only give up two runs is a testament to him battling. But well, in a- Blake Inouye, 19th appearance, 0-1 on the year. He's thrown 26 and two-thirds innings for the Cougars. He's given up 30 hits, 15 runs. So he will be called on with bases loaded. And the number nine hitter, Cooper Ewell, will come up. I'll need you a ground ball double play right here. In a way, we'll work from the stretch with uh, one man out. And Ewell steps in in the first pitch. Fastball over for call, strike one. A balls and a strike to Ewell. He is a junior out of Mission Viejo, California. Three-year starter behind the plate for LMU. Tremendous defensive catcher. Curveball on the outside corner. Strike two. Good pitch right there by uh, Blake. Great pitch. You got him 0-2. Now you got to go to your best pitch right here. You got a couple pitches to work with. Go to your best pitch. Get you a strikeout right here, a rollover double play ball. Owen oh 2 in a way, taking his time. Now timeout called by the uh, home plate umpire. As LMU's got the bases loaded, a hit batter, a single, and a walk have loaded them up here in the bottom of the sixth. And here's the 0-2, a little bit low for ball one. Boy, and this is something the Cougar pitching staff hasn't done the whole year is, you know, give up so many base runners with walks and they've kept the Cougars in all the games and, and give Jordan Wood credit for battling he and, did, and yeah. keeping, uh, keeping this score close. It easily now could be three or four runs right here. Now up to uh, Inouye to try to bail him out here. One and two. Here's Blake's pitch. Up a little bit high for ball two. Well, two and two now. Got to come at him right here. Make a good pitch. Two balls, two strikes. In a way, a long look in at uh, Noah Hill. And here is the 2-2 pitch. Ball hit down to Deming. He backhands, comes up, throws to set. No, throws it away into right field. Two runs are going to score. I'm not sure exactly what happened there with Deming. And and, uh, Brian Sue, was it that bad of a throw? Oh, yeah, it was way off the line. Off the line. Awful throw. Sue didn't even make a – he didn't even try to catch the ball. It must have been off five feet. Yeah, Deming ran into a bad hop, bobbles it. 
Probably still had a chance to get the force out at home, but he panicked and then threw it into right field. A little freshman mistake right there. If worst case scenario, okay, you bobbled it. Just get the out at first base, right? Just get the out. Tries to throw it to second for that force and throws it in right, and they scored two runs, and now they still have first and third now with one out. There'll be an error on Deming. And two runs score. And LMU now up 4-1 to one over BYU. And now the top of the order, Nick Sogard steps in. Ball not hit hard. And, you know, I talked to Coach Littlewood a little bit in the pregame about, boy, moving Deming back to third and and uh, a lot of pressure for yeah. a freshman. Not his normal position. to, And with the injuries, it's what you've got to do. Yep, and a, a little freshman mistake right there. I mean, you have to go. Our best defender is now out of the game and Casey because he's hurt. You got to go to the next guy and just didn't make the play when needed. Pitch to Sogard's a little bit outside for ball two. Well, the scoreboard's only showing one run. Oh, they haven't even gotten to the runs runs yet. yet. They do show the error. There's a ball hit out towards Sue. He's got it. And now he bobbles. He throws the first knot in time. So another error on the Cougars as the ball was in Sue's glove. And then it popped out of his glove by the time he retrieved it and threw to first. The runner was safe. And the score now 5-1 to one for LMU. A pair of errors in the Indians. BYU infield. Yeah, tough right there. Sure-handed Sue who never makes errors. Makes a big one right there. And it just keeps on piling on. And when it rains, it pours. New pitcher for the Cougars. Uh, Burrup is going to come in. We'll take a 60-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, Cougars kind of imploding here in the inning. A hit batter, a walk. One single and two errors, and they've scored three runs. Tuck, that's just something we haven't seen out of this team the entire year. Yeah, you really haven't had this type of an inning all year. And like you said, it starts with you hit the first batter, and then everything kind of rolls from there downhill. So Ayama now steps in, runners at first and second base, still only one man out. Oyama has walked twice. He's also had a sacrifice bunt and uh, Bo Burrup into the ball game. Bo pitched a good inning at uh, Cal earlier in the week. So he gets the opportunity to come into the ball game. Burrup, his fourth appearance, he's thrown just two and a third innings this year, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Well, this is where you're just wanting him to minimize right here. Okay, it's already a three-run inning. There's one out, a couple of guys on base. You're still in double play depth. Got a chance to get out of this inning. Find a way to minimize it to just the five runs right now and give your offense a chance. Here's Burrup's 1-0 pitch. That's outside for a ball, and Cougars just can't seem to throw a strike to this kid who's five foot two, but hasn't had that many walks this year. But tonight he's walked twice. 
Here is the two-ball pitch from Burrup, and that ball's hammered pretty well. Jelic coming over in center. He's going to get there and make the catch. Runner will advance from second to third on the sacrifice. So Yama flies out to center for out number two. And the Lions with runners at first and third, and Brandon Shearer coming up. So Shearer will step in. Shearer is 0 for 3 today. Left-handed batter. Has flown out, grounded out, and been on in the fielder's choice. And the first pitch from Bo Burrup is outside ball one. So Bo got the out. First guy he faced. Good pitch to Oyama as he battled back from a three-ball count. Another big out right here. Keep this uh, game within uh, striking distance. All three of these runs have scored on one hit. That was a, a, a single by Lambeau. A hit batter, a walk, and two errors have been the difference in this uh, inning. As Burrup with a 1-1 count. Bo looks in, and the pitch to Shear is down low again for ball two. Bo Burrup wearing number 42 for the Cougars, 6'5", 222-pounder out of Pocatello, Idaho. He's a senior, pitching his last year for BYU. Cougars 29-11 and 11 coming into tonight's game. And they have struggled against this Lion team the last couple of years both a home and away. LMU swept the Cougars last year in Provo on a very cold and weekend. 2-1 pitches outside ball three. Well, you got to go get him right here. Command a pitch right here. You got their big bopper on deck who's a switch hitter. This is your matchup right here, Bo. Coach puts you in the game in this situation because he trusts you. Make a pitch right here. Here's a 3-1. That's over for a strike. Caught the outside corner. Still a lot of baseball to play. Yeah. Cougars have just got to. And the Cougars have had chances, Brent. They certainly have. Especially the last three innings. Had runners in scoring position and have only put, one up, put up one run. So just keep putting yourself in those situations. Get a big hit and get back in this game. But you really need to get an out right here if you want to make that happen. Shearer steps back in. Burrup looks at first and the pitch. Line drive at Clough. He catches the ball on the line shot. And Burrup comes in and retires both guys he faces. Three runs in the inning on one hit. There were two errors. Two runners left on. We're through six complete. 5-1 LMU leading the Cougars. 
on your new skin BYU radio network.